0: I'm Tony Thompson. you EVO.
1: Make sure you sign up for our big Valentine's giveaway when they said yes. Go to KZIMKSIM.com. We'll have two winners with big prize packages. Check it out today. Now I'm going to talk about something a little more serious. I don't know what's more serious than love, but the, I guess, benefit of the country as far as what's going on at the border is probably top of mind for just about everybody. That's why Director of Research and Public Relations at Numbers USA, Eric Rourke, is back, because I just really feel like everybody's talking about they're not doing a damn thing. Hi, Eric. How you doing?
0: Good morning. Good morning. Why? Well, you know, sometimes, I'm just going to say, sometimes not doing anything is better, right? Well, <laughs> Depending on what they want to do.
1: Not not now. I mean, we need to do something different than what we've been doing for two, three years.
0: Well, you're absolutely right about that. Uh, what I was referring to was the Senate bill, which they yes. claimed was a fix, which was absolutely the opposite. It would have enshrined, basically you know, codified what the Biden administration is doing while they were trying to sell it to the American people as border security bill, the toughest ever. And it took about, I don't know, less than 24 hours before people realized that that was an absolute lie. And for now, and then I want to emphasize for now, that bill seems to be dead. But this trick in D.C. is you try to bring it back and insert it in the, you know, they may try to name a post office for someone you never heard of, and in the language, there's amnesty for 20 million people. So <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how D.C. unfortunately works, but that, that's why we're here to make sure that people are, that we're paying attention and, and you know, alert people to what's going on.
1: And Eric, in a nutshell, that's why we hate them. That's why. <laughs> because they they're,
0: they're and, and that's why they don't want you to be informed because they they would like to do these things and and people don't well well they want people to believe what they tell them as mm-hmm. opposed to believe what's actually going on which they can see in front of their own eyes.
1: Well good on speaker Johnson for doing a DOA on this thing. Good for him, but there like you said, we've got to pay close attention every single right down to the clerks. Better be paying attention to every word of every sentence that's in every bill. But that's impossible, Eric, when they are thousands of pages long and they've got six days. It's impossible.
0: Well, that was one of the advantages that we had this time was uh, we had uh, one of the Senate, well, we're not sure who, but let that text out about a week and a half before they dropped the bill. And I I have to be honest, I thought that they were going to tweak the bill at least to, make it more difficult to see what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But the bill ended up, the Senate bill ended up being worse than what we anticipated. And so not two things. One, it was a terrible bill, but people saw that our side, the you know, numbers USA and our, our allies were telling the truth about what was actually in the bill. So Senator Langford was going out there saying things to defend the bill, which just weren't true. And it got, and it, I also want to emphasize Langford's obviously and, and rightfully getting a lot of blowback for this. But this is a Mitch McConnell Chuck Schumer bill. Right. This is from the top. And this is a McConnell bill that he negotiated with Schumer. He wanted this. Poor Langford's out there, maybe not so poor, but He's the one who's getting all of the slings and arrows, and he's taking the abuse for what Mitch McConnell set him up to do.
1: Well, that's why Ted Cruz stepped up. I played the audio just a minute ago from the Hill. Ted saying, time for the sea turtle to go, basically. Um, he's just, he's not doing the job to the best of his ability anymore. He's hes getting weak on the things that are important to America. But to censure the Oklahoma senator for this, I mean, I feel like maybe he did speak out and speak without knowing exactly what he was speaking on, but censoring is a pretty big deal.
0: That is. That was his home. That was the uh, Oklahoma GOP. Which right. did that. I know. Um, but that's, so, that's yeah. ouch. That, but yes, that, that is painful, and that that certainly will have repercussions uh, when he runs again.
1: Mm-hmm. So th- this deal is dead in the water. You know they're going to come up with here comes another one just like the other one, and they're going to change the number buy like a thousand and act like it's a much improved bill and they're still going to try to push it through.
0: They are. And there's a couple of interesting things. One is they left out the dreamers, you know, the DACA. So that shows you how unimportant that is to the people who tell you every day, how it's the most important moral issue of our time is giving amnesty to the DACA recipients. Mm-hmm. But the other thing yesterday, president Biden came out and said, we need to give amnesty to everyone. And, This is all Trump's fault. And it it struck me when I was watching that, that is it really the White House's strategy to run in in 2024 on immigration against Trump? Uh, I don't think so, but it seems to be they're gearing up. They're blaming him for the border crisis, and they're blaming him for the fact that it hasn't been fixed. And, you know, people have obviously very very strong opinions about Trump, but I'm not sure anyone's going to buy that it's Trump's fault that the border uh, is open.
1: He did more to fix the border problem in the years he was in office than we've seen in a long time. It started with Obama where the bleeding began. Then it got a and, little and bit worse. Yeah. Trump tried to stop it, but they, they cried and sat in dog kennels at stop signs about people are in cages. Haven't heard that one since Biden's gotten in office, and there are more people in cages right now than ever before.
0: And I, I think people who even you know hate Trump, and that's, people do
1: yeah.
0: uh, recognize the fact that he and one of the reasons that they don't like him is because they think he was too tough on on the border and too tough on on, on illegal immigration so i'm not sure even the base is going to buy that argument but I, I i was taken aback by, but it seems to be the strategy is it's all trump's fault that's hysterical um, and, and, but, but even among the democratic voters base democrats who who vote you know true blue They're up in arms about the border and what's happening in their cities and in their towns across the country. So it's a real issue. Now, on the other side of the aisle, the Republicans need to do a lot better than pretend to to deal with the crisis. And that's why Speaker Johnson's been so important. There was the failure to impeach Mayorkas yesterday. I know that was a disappointment for for the Speaker.
1: I was actually mad. But he's
0: held firm, and and his position in this uh, fight about the border deal really helped to— undercut it, because he said it's it's dead on arrival in the House. And that that sent a powerful message to Senate Republicans that why are we going to waste our time internally having these fights when the House GOP has sent this clear message that it's a no-go.
1: Right. And it's crazy. I mean, you've got, do you remember, I'm sure you do because you're a numbers guy, but if you think back even before Trump Everybody, if you ask them what is the biggest thing you're worried about in this upcoming election, it would have been terrorism if you go back 20 years, even 15 years. Then it was the economy, and now the number one worry in America is the border. That should tell you something.
0: It is, and again, that's across the board for voters, not yep. just Republican voters, but all voters. And, you know, at Numbers USA, we constantly you know, make the argument that Immigration is number one because all of the other issues you mentioned uh, are attached to immigration. Mm-hmm. If it's national security, if it's jobs, economy, uh, fiscal spending, schools, hospitals. And so I think Americans are understanding the system is so out of, the immigration system is just so out of control that all of these other, it's you know, the, the effect on these other issues are becoming so obvious to them and they understand the way to fix it. Not the total fix, it's not the only problem but it's making you know, the problems in other areas worse.
1: Yeah. Well, and they've been interviewing in Baltimore and Philly and other places around the world, um, around the nation. They've been talking to black moms and dads about taking their children to the recreation center to play ball or to exercise or lift weights, or even to go to school <laughs> playgrounds and stuff like that. They can't even get in because the immigrants are there and they are every stinking where. And so, you're starting to get a demographic that is typically Dem- D- Democrat, who are who have had enough.
0: And that's the reality. That's, you know, the, the D.C. media, and they're very good at doing this, not covering things that they don't want to cover, particularly if it hurts their preferred candidate. It was on Fox. But yeah. Yeah, but you cannot uh, ignore the people on the ground aren't ignoring reality because they deal with it every single day. And if a guy in D.C. is telling them that what's your experience and isn't really happening, the likelihood that you're going to vote for that person are slim to none. Yeah.
1: So it. If everything taken into a bowl that we've just talked about, and I'm way over on time, but if we took everything seriously in this election and and we just forgot about the mean tweets and the nicknames because the guy truly was a great president, um, if, we, if we could just get people to stop thinking about stupid crap, we could get this country back on track.
0: Well, you're right. But that—that's DC. That's they—they they don't want you to think about uh, non-stupid crap. I guess
1: <sighs> drives me nuts. Eric Rourke is director of research and public relations, Numbers <laughs> USA. Where do they learn more, Mister Eric?
0: Uh, NumbersUSA.com. Right at the top of the page, we have our statement on the Senate bill, and you can take action and tell your senator now. Keep it out of any other legislation, and tell. Your representative, you know, stick to HR, too. That's the solution to this problem.
1: Okay. Mr. Eric, thank you so much. Numbers USA, everybody. Check them out. Thank you, sir.
0: Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm.
1: Bye.